0: Hello there, listeners, and it's me again, Dr. Pakoya McCall Robinson of Insight Me Coaching and Educational Services. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about signs of if you are mentally exhausted. Um, A lot of things that are going on with our pandemic and being home and change of pace and coping skills. We don't know if we're tired, if we're exhausted, if we're lazy, or if we're depressed. So here, and if you're listening in today, you can also see this pre-recorded with a PowerPoint presentation on my YouTube station at insight me services that's in as in Nancy s i g h t m as in Mary e so insight me um, as well as on vimeo and you can follow me also on instagram at insight me as well but just to get into it first of all what is considered mental exhaustion it's this physical tiredness. This is how you can really see the difference. And I also call it a brain fog where your mind is just tired. Um, And it's like when you're physically tired, your body can be tired and you may get cramps or you're just feeling heavy. Again, that's the equivalent of your mind being tired. Your brain is a muscle And this can happen when you've been really focused lately on, um, a task that's very cerebral, um, a mentally tough task. And for an extended period of time, you could feel like this, your brain is just drained your usual coffees and go-tos for your pick-me-ups just isn't helping. It's, it's not cutting it. Um, you can also feel this mental exhaustion and this drain or this brain fog if you are in a profession that requires um, constant alertness. Um, you may be in a high demand job that's can be stressful. Um, those kind of jobs, you know, you're probably caring for children. You're a stay-at-home parent. And right now, everyone's been kind of a stay-at-home parent. And you're a teacher, your mom, your dad, you, and you also have your profession. So we're wearing many, many hats right now. And those are the kind of things that can lead to mental exhaustion. So if it's something you've been feeling or experiencing, you're definitely not alone. There's a lot of things you can do about it. And uh, we'll talk about some of those tips and you can always reach out via email at insightme at gmail.com. So again, uh, if you have questions, again, that's In as in Nancy, S-I-G-H-T dot me at com. So let's see what else is happening with your mental exhaustion. If you find yourself lately being very angry or really impatient. Your fuse for everything is just short. Um, You're always in a bad mood. Um, You may be more snappy than usual. um, And you just can't get a handle on your emotions. Um, You're feeling emotionally tapped out. You're feeling emotionally maybe even withdrawn or vulnerable or just unbalanced, easily upset, easily angered tearful, those kind of things will be a really good sign that this could be about some mental exhaustion. If you ever find that you're not able to get your work done anymore. Okay. Like again, I was saying it's, you have all the days, all the time in the world and you used to get multiple tasks completed. And now that you're home and you're working, um, in the comfort of your own place, you find yourself not being able to get any tasks completed. Um, A lot of times productivity can go down when you are experiencing signs of mental exhaustion or even burnout. Um, It becomes more difficult to concentrate. Um, Things you were able to do quickly and easily, um, it's just not that way any longer. So you might even find your motivation for the things you loved, um, the work that you were doing has shifted. You are easily get distracted, missing deadlines, and even the smallest task can seem really overwhelming to you. Are you noticing you're saying, huh, what did you say a lot? Or what did that person just say? Can you repeat that? Are you on Zoom calls for hours and hours a day and you become a Zoom zombie and you're zoned out and Zoomed out? Do you find yourself missing directions or being able to just stay present or in the moment with what's happening or you're feeling really drowsy? It's hard to pay close attention to what you're doing or you're not even reacting as quickly or as sharp as you once were, and in certain situations, this could be really dangerous, this mental fog or brain fog and mental exhaustion, if you're in professions that require you to drive or staying up late or maybe you're cutting or working with sharp objects, things like that, if you're zoning out because of mental exhaustion, these can present quite a bit of danger for you. Another sign you're mentally exhausted is you're not sleeping well. And sleep is a very telltale thing of all types of stuff that's going on with us that may not just meet the surface. But if you're thinking, oh, I'm hitting the snooze button, uh, my brain's tired, that's, you know, it's not always the case when you can hit the snooze button and think it's going to solve everything. Research has shown that people who have jobs that require a lot of thinking um, and I call it mental overload, they tend to report more symptoms of insomnia than those who don't have jobs that really call for a lot of concentration and being alert or can be considered high stress work environments. Also, when we're not getting adequate sleep, this actually exacerbates mental fatigue. When you're not sleeping well, it's it becomes this vicious cycle. So I always encourage someone that is letting me know they have some sort of sleep disturbance. I'm always letting them know, let your doctor know if you're not sleeping or you find yourself getting more tired throughout the day to just explore further that that's not related to Another medical condition or something more serious? Have you noticed you're engaging in unhealthy activities? Has this pandemic increased your alcohol use or or drug use? Have you noticed you are coping or not coping so well with the isolation that your typical coping mechanisms of going out, maybe going for walks, going to the movies, things like that have been pulled away from us. Some may have found their attention and these coping skills with using alcohol or illicit drugs have increased and it's not their typical or their normal amount of consumption. Um, When you're dealing with mental fatigue or mental exhaustion, it's even more difficult and it takes a harder toll on your body and your mind than those who typically have a pre-existing substance abuse or substance use disorder. When it comes to mental fatigue, those that are not typically considered having a problem with drugs or alcohol, once they do start using to the capacity of inebriation or finding themselves needing more, than they typically average in one sitting, it's a lot more difficult for them to reverse these effects as well as come out of this mental fatigue. Um, Experts tend to think this is because drug addiction changes these parts of the brain that usually help you manage stress and actually control impulsive behavior. So once we are adding a synthetic substance to do these things our bodies might naturally do for us, our brains are not as effective in moderating or managing stressful situations as before. Another sign, and this is what we're here talking about, is how do I know if I'm depressed or if I'm just tired? I'm exhausted. Um, With mental fatigue, you may be depressed. And that's, again, seeking help and expert advice, um, therapy, to see if what's happening for you is more so about depression um, we like to say depression is the common cold of, of mental disorders. So if you may not have the energy that you felt you had before, or you're moving in slow motion, or you may even just feel numb, this can make it really, really difficult for you to finish things at work. Again, finishing activities, paying attention, there's sleep disturbances there, there's a lack of enjoyment in your activities or motivation. And again, as I said with sleep, this is something you want to mention to your doctor um, and find out if you're having these low feelings or this sense of helplessness or hopelessness With depression, we will look to see if these symptoms have lasted for longer than two weeks. And this is our telltale sign as a clinician. We are looking for a pattern and some consistency with certain symptoms to say whether or not it's depression. And it's typically the golden rule if you've been having these signs and these symptoms that have lasted for longer than two weeks, it could be, very well be a sign of depression and uh, actually a sign of something more serious than what we're talking about now as this mental exhaustion. Another thing is um, how to tell is if you are worrying a lot. Our bodies are in this fight or flight mode or freeze right we know that thing but if you're constantly in the fight 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 mode and this can trigger that sympathetic nervous system that you're always up um, and again with anxiety and something constantly on pushing your body in this crisis mode this is very harmful for for us If you're always mentally exhausted, you're always anxious, you're always stressed out and your sympathetic nervous system is constantly on high, again, naturally, you're going to increase that panic and increase that worry. And again, this two signs of worrying a lot often happens um, in tandem with these signs of depression. So... Just as with depression, you want to always, always seek your medical provider and just explore these symptoms a little further, getting some clarifying questions um, and answers for what you are experiencing. And just the same as we have screens for depression, there's a screening to determine the level of your anxiety um, and if, in fact... Um, it is anxiety and not just the mental exhaustion we we're speaking about today. Another sign is your exercise feels 10 times as hard. I mean, exercise alone already. It's difficult some days to so just drag yourself out of bed. But if you find that you It's not your norm. Like, ugh, I don't want to do this today. Some think your tolerance for exercise actually goes down when you are mentally exhausted. If you're just not feeling it, you ever go to your class and I can do yoga and if my mind is not in it, I mean, just the simplest poses, just laying there in child's pose seems difficult and my mind is racing and I can't buckle down and and just stay present. You can seem like you're putting in so much more effort than you actually are when you are mentally exhausted. So this is another great way to tell, um, am I tired? Do I just, what do I need right now to give myself some peace? Another thing is, has your eating habits changed? Um, And I know all of us working from home, we have probably eaten our whole kitchens um, in one setting. And since it's been about two years now, maybe we've adjusted and we've gotten a little bit better about keeping a schedule and setting meal times and drinking water and having vegetables and keeping a nice schedule to take breaks and go outside, Um, these things. But with mental fatigue, this does in fact impact our appetites in very, very different ways. So we're not all the same. We don't have the same energy levels or work demands, but if you find yourself sometimes snacking more than usual um, and you're not paying attention, stress, again, can change our body composition and make you crave sugar, salt, or even fatty foods. So the whole term stress eating Um, this is what happens to our bodies when our minds are tired or we're overworked or we're overworried, but just as it is, we may overeat. There's this opposite side of the spectrum where you may not be hungry at all. You, we can see some weight loss and some people are like, yeah, great. Mentally stress me out, but there's healthy ways we want to always do things like that. But here, where you may be too tired to eat are you just ever so exhausted you'd rather just sleep and again with appetite changes just as the exercise and depression and stress and worry you want to keep a really close eye on this and asking yourself how long has this been going on and if you're noticing whether it's substantial amounts of weight gain versus weight loss always seek your medical provider to get some clarification there Mental exhaustion. Are you making more mistakes than usual? Are you more forgetful? Is it just impossible for you to hit your mark with your work? Um, Sometimes mental fatigue can decrease your ability to catch or even fix mistakes you might normally would have caught on your own and this is very very serious again and can be very very dangerous and has its own potential for harm depending on the type of jobs you're in Um, again driving flying planes things like that working with sharp objects operating machinery we see those videos sometimes on youtube or whatever, where someone's driving a pallet jack and knocks the whole pallet over or misplaces one pallet and the entire warehouse is going down or someone has fallen because um, perhaps they're mentally exhausted. I know a lot of times the first go-to thing is like, oh, they were drinking or they were using drugs on the job. And frankly, someone could just be very tired and exhausted and made a mistake. So have you noticed also if you're feeling pain more, um, these aches and pains, is your body sore? Is your neck just starting to hurt? Are you finding that you're having all these different joint pains in your body? Because mental fatigue and and this exhaustion will impact your body. When you are in tune with your body and we're talking about this mindfulness Sometimes when you're tired, just like when you're hungry, your stomach growls, you get stomach pains, right? When you're thirsty, physically your body changes to let you know sometimes, hello, something's going on with me. And with mental fatigue, again, your brain is a muscle. If your muscle is tired, just like from working out at the gym, you will feel soreness, you'll feel cramps, it'll be difficult to walk, whatever it is. But mental fatigue affects your body. You could get headaches, sore muscles, back pain, stomach problems. When you're finding these random things just popping up and they're these physical conditions, you definitely want to check in and say, hey, am I a little tired? Am I missing something? So like, what do we do about all this mental fatigue? How, why are we here? Like, yes, I'm tired, I'm depressed, I'm eating too much, I'm sleeping too much, I'm not sleeping enough, I'm not eating enough, I'm making mistakes, I'm breaking things, whatever, I left my baby on the top of the car, I'm tired. What are we gonna do about it? That's the thing we're here for. Um, There's this Pomodoro technique that I really always talk about. And one of the things is you pick a task, you set a timer, you take action, you take a break and you do it over again. Taking breaks is one of the most important aspects of reducing mental fatigue. Take a break throughout the day. And I know again, we're home, so it's this place of being disciplined of where you pick this task, I gotta get this done, I'm gonna spend this amount of time on it, I'm gonna do it, and then I'm gonna walk outside and go down the street, go to the mailbox, whatever it is. But taking short breaks during long stretches of work that require this mental commitment, it really, really helps. Um, there isn't an exact amount of time that you should rest for, and you know how some people say, oh, 30 minutes, it's a power nap. But you find what works for you. You need to recharge your battery, which is your body, for just a few minutes every one to two hours of work. So again, for instance, using this Pomodoro technique, step one, I'm going to set a timer and I'm going to work or read or whatever it is, I got a, I got schoolwork, I have to watch this boring video, I have to read this long, extensive chapter, whatever it is, you set a timer. And let's say I'm gonna set the timer for 30 minutes and I'm just gonna stay present, focus on this task, and I'm gonna focus on that task the whole time. Once that 25 minutes is up, I'm gonna say, oh, it's time for me to take my break. When that timer goes off, I'm prepared to walk away, I'm gonna go get some water, I'm gonna go eat something, and I'm gonna set another timer. My break is for five minutes because if you're mentally fatigued, you're gonna forget to even come back to what you were doing or you're not motivated enough to return back. So we need some discipline and we're setting up these timers so we can set ourselves up for success. After the fourth 25-minute block, so again, I've come back, I've done my task, And I do this in blocks of four. So in like 30 minute blocks, right? Um, So we basically will have two hours of work time. So again, every one to two hours, we we need to take a break. So once I come back after my fourth round of working, I'm going to take my 15 or 30 minute break. And for those of us who worked in the corporate world, you have time clocks. And this is when they're like, oh, it's time to take your official 10 minute break. Now it's your official hour break. And then you have another 10 minute break. Those were set in for us. So we needed to take that necessary break that we were getting at work. And some of us worked through our breaks, right? Still clocked out, set at your desk and kept working. Well, that's why those breaks are in there is to prevent mental exhaustion, mental fatigue, burnout, those types of things. But what you want to do is using this Pomodoro method, you, you use it. You keep doing this until your task is done or your workday is over. So I really found using this method at home when I'm in the house and I have no one watching me, I have no time clock, it's just me, the fridge, and my cell phone to distract me all day. I started using these um, things I have at my fingertip, these tools, Um, more effectively so I'm setting my timers and I'm telling Suri to pop in and remind me to do this in 20 minutes or set a timer for this amount of time and and she does it Another thing that is helping um, with mental fatigue and Exhaustion oddly enough is being active get up Get off the couch get into a routine of walking pick a friend find an app that has you walking or running or doing something, but we're missing our peeps, right? We're missing our group activities, our social involvement. And as we're opening back up and our gyms and things like that are getting back, sometimes some of us have gotten so deep into the root and the groove that we haven't quite gotten ourselves out of it and gotten out of this this pocket we've been in to get back into our groove of finding our routines of going to the gym and and keeping up with exercise. So just as you will be using this technique to set timers to remind you to get up and walk, I even encourage putting a day on the calendar where you're, you're promising yourself to be active some way, somehow. With all these apps and YouTube and everything at our fingertips, we can pop something on and do a follow along video. YouTube became my very best friend with exercising while I was home and doing yoga, whether it's even just sitting at home and following along with a video to stretching. I got moving, I got active, do some jumping jacks, even for a few minutes. Again, walking is good just to get outside and walk your block, whatever it is. Um, Last but definitely not least is you've got to get some me time. And how do you do that when you're confined to your home and you may have pets and kids and family and everything that's going on and the luxury of going out and driving and sitting in traffic, it's not there anymore or it was not there. So, and fortunately, some of us are able to get back and going to work, um, you know, we can all see that there's traffic on the freeway again. So finding a way to relax is where you have to become creative. It's really hard to avoid becoming mentally exhausted entirely. It's just impossible. Um, Unless you have the luxury of um, being a gazillionaire and you are just home and you're relaxing and you have chefs and cooks and maids, I wouldn't have a drop of mental exhaustion. I think it'll probably be so exhausting to figure out what I was eating that day. But if you're like the general population, the most of us, right? It's hard to avoid mental exhaustion. It really is. But how do we figure out ways to switch on our body's natural relaxation response? And this may even be a piece of learning what is my body's natural relaxation response? It could be, oh, you're conditioned. What's the first thing you say? Oh my gosh, you had a hard day of work. Oh, it's, I need a drink. Five o'clock equals happy hour to us. So it is reconditioning our bodies, our minds, into thinking, what is my natural relaxation point? You could opt into getting massages. You can try meditating again, yoga, something so simple as even just watching a movie or something that's funny. And you take a minute to not be so serious. Take your mind completely off your task. You can reach out to friends. You can reach out to family, um, your mental health professional like myself, and you know, shoot an email, shoot a text, and just say, hey, what can I do? Um, what, what else is there to do When I'm mentally exhausted, I'm struggling on trying to figure out ways to relax and maybe your options are limited, but definitely reaching out to your professionals, again, friends and family to get more support. So those were my signs. You are mentally exhausted. All right, so you, are you angry? Are you finding it hard to get your work done? Are you zoning out? You're not sleeping well. You're doing some unhealthy things, you know, engaging in some extracurricular activities of drinking and doing drugs. You're probably depressed. You're worried. You can't exercise. Your eating habits are terrible. You're making mistakes. You're feeling pains. Remember, start using these techniques of taking breaks. Um, setting timers, using the tools that you have and thinking outside of the box so that you, you can. So again, I wanna thank you for tuning in. Um, again, you can find this pre-recorded webinar that was done with PowerPoint presentations if you like following along and looking at pictures at the same time on my Vimeo account. And you can search under Pocoya.com McCall Robinson, um, on my YouTube station, which is Insight Me Services. You can find me on Instagram, which is Insight Me. You can also go to InsightMe.com. If you have any questions, reaching out, you can email me. I'll be so happy to respond back and give you my feedback, um, helping you with a quick... Screening to see where you fall at if you're feeling like you're depressed, and uh, again, even assisting you with referrals if you need. So, thank you, thank you. Signing off, Doctor Pacoya McCall Robinson of Insight Me Services, and keep checking back for more podcasts, um, live webinars coming up. They, we always have something for you each and every month. You can go on to my website, subscribe to my newsletter. Every month, I send out some topic related to mental health you 'll see videos and webinars that i've done, and definitely make a plan to sign up for a live webinar, whether that 's via Zoom and hopefully getting back to meeting face to face and in person so much more interactive and fun when we can be face to face and seeing each other. but if that doesn't happen or doesn't look likely for you we I will still be providing these webinars um, via Zoom. So I hope to continue to educate you on all your mental health education or all your mental health questions in need. Thanks for listening in and I will see you soon.